0: Ask the Podcast Coach for March 14th, 2020.
1: Let's get ready to podcast.
0: There it is, it's that music that means it is Saturday morning. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach where you get your podcast questions answered live. I am your host Dave Jackson from the this thing right here, SchoolofPodcasting.com and joining me Right over there is the one and only Jim Cullison from the TheAverageGuy.TV. Jim,
1: do you have the virus? Is it okay to talk to you uh, right now? Uh, we're good. No, we're clean. We're clean. Uh, uh, happy Saturday morning to you, which is good. I think you never really know. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll find tests, out in two weeks. Tests will be, <laughs> we'll be getting, becoming free here in the United States. Let's uh, start on a positive note. Happy Pi Day to you. I think Today? Pi Day, right? Three, yeah, today's 314 so you, oh there we like, go all right yeah. i was like, and I think it's gonna get i think it's gonna get screwed because everybody's all we're talking about is this pandemic and pie day is an important day village inn is giving away free pie like you can't miss free
0: how pie. can you not i mean so it's you know yeah. it's pie day holy cow that's loud um <laughs> wow but it's pie day you want to be loud on pie day
1: it is. I it is. That. It's good. Good to be with you. You know, we we are. We are. You know, the, we have the ability to do this and not worry about, for the most part, right? We have an audience out there. We're isolated. Like, how great is podcasting right now? When we think about this, in the in the terms of we we're pandemic ready. Like, we can do this. We're a bit, we're great at this. We're great at communicating this way. We're great at putting out content. If podcasters right now are not thinking about. How, how do I, like, how do I help one educate people, keep people calm, those kinds of things. But two, how do I help in this crisis with my podcast? I think you need to start thinking about it. You you said this a a second ago. It's hard to get away from this topic, right?
0: It's everywhere. It's every, I turned on when I was at Podfest I turned on the TV to see what's going on. And it was just every station everywhere. And then I was, I'm kind of like, see, here's my problem. I don't know if you get this in Nebraska gym in Ohio about every weekend. It's like, Oh, watch out. It is snowmageddon. And you're like, you (laughs) know, know, grab your kids, grab your wife. It's snowmageddon. And you're like, and then you look outside, you're like, I don't know. We got a half an inch. Like, I don't know. So when I start to see people like, Oh my gosh, I'm like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then Tom Hanks got it. And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) I was like, okay. So it's real. And then. I have not really seen, I've seen so many numbers. That's the other thing is you don't know who to trust when, yeah. when there is so much crap. And then it dawned on me. I, I think the last thing I saw was like somewhere between three and 5% chance. If you get it, you're going to die. And it was like, all right, I really could use an egg McMuffin right now. Is that <laughs> worth, you know, maybe dying 5%, but I will say this. And I Go was,
1: drive you'll be fine. Go to the yeah, drive-thru. I was
0: Please. very happy. To say that uh, I went to Target at seven thirty in the morning, and I can now get as messy as I want when I poop. That's
1: right. Oh, I you're found some up. toilet
0: paper. They had two skids of toilet paper, and it's yeah. funny because I walked in, and literally every person is walking out with toilet paper. I'm like, oh, they have toilet paper, and literally just stacked up, and everybody would just grab a big old thing of a twenty four pack. So that was uh, that was exciting, yeah. but. Well, but
1: it's, you know, the, the interesting thing about this, Dave, is that I, I, the, 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 you know, the virus itself and those kinds of things, that, that's not at, I mean, that's there and plenty of people are talking about that. The reality is, is it's caused major disruptions in oh. people's lives, right? And that's the area we're spending a lot of time at Gallup talking about this is, is, is it? It is. The reality is, we're sending tons of people home. Schools are being canceled. Those, those, those realities in people's lives, just like the toilet paper issue, right? Those are real. And so, we need. I think what we need to be addressing, or we could be addressing, uh, whether we get blocked in YouTube or not. That's a conversation going on in the chat room right now. Um, uh, whether or you know whatever, we need to be helping people get through this based on on the displacement. Like, you know, whether their wages are affected or whether their kids are home from school and now they have to work from home or whether they're in a, they're in a downsizing situation. You know, who knows where the US markets are going and the world markets are going. So I think our opportunity is to help people who have, who have been affected, not necessarily by the virus itself, but by the effects of it that's, it's, it's having on, on communities around the world. So as podcasters, we're uniquely position to be able to do that and to do it now. Like you're ready. You've got you've got it. And and so whether it's the, you just go do the right thing. We you just you have the power to do it. It's great. Yeah. Uh
0: Chris Nessie in the chat room and I boy that's that's tricky. You got it all queued up and then somebody throws in a uh, a new uh comment and and you miss with your mouse. He says yeah try being a teacher right now. No right on. Here's the right thing on. um because everything is closed. I mean everything. Like, nobody's doing, there's no sports, there's no nothing. And so I'll be interested to see if this leads to more people listening
1: to podcasts. It it could, and it should. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I think this is especially, you know, I think especially in the business space, whatever that is. You know, think of Chris Nessie as a, he does tech for teachers. Like, we, they kind of need to rethink what they're doing. The university systems right now here in the United States are all going, they're all going virtual, right? They're all doing yeah. distance learning, whatever they want to call it. Well, there's, there's instructors who've never done this before. I mean, they've taught in the university systems for 25 years, but they've never done a virtual class. And, and some of the universities are saying, okay, you got a week. So students don't come back to school. Uh, instructors, you have a week to figure out how to transition the rest of your course to be virtual. Well, they need help. And so if I was Chris Nessie, I would be creating all kinds of podcasts like this weekend <laughs> to help them you know and to help them do that because they need help so uh, there's there's so much content not necessarily around what it is and the illness and some of those kinds of things yeah. the effects of it have been much greater than than um than that itself and i think we're positioned pretty well
0: yeah. kim said i saw a headline this morning
1: schools are closed bars are packed. <laughs> I, I, okay i was out last night and that's true <laughs> i bet
0: well, because we're all like stressed out. I know, yeah,
1: I know. I know it's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: So Damn. it'll be interesting. I, I see. I work at Lips and I work from home already. So for me, it was like, okay, no big deal. Uh, I know Lips and put out a thing saying we're we're going to continue on. We're going to keep on keeping on. We have a lot yeah. of people remote, but all the all the developers, like man, we cannot have because we have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, we're working on rolling out a major release this year. And we finally, now that all the, all these different events are done and the ones that were coming aren't coming anymore, uh, you know, we're really cracking down on, on making some things happen. And, uh, what about a Gallup? I mean,
1: (laughs) yeah, we we're ramping up our live schedule for sure. So I put two more, you know, we do two or three a week anyways, and I put two more on the schedule and I think I'm going to get one or two more that are going to show up by Monday. So we're, we're at work right now. I mean, I'm getting emails. Uh, m- most of the folks I work with are doing things. We've switched. Uh, we're talking about and we'll be ready to switch most of our courses over to virtual here in the next couple of weeks. So that'll be those will all be available. But on the podcasting side, I mean, all of a sudden, everybody was like, hey, can 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 we do this? Like, can we do these live events? Can we can I, I turned a Dave? I turned a live event over Thursday morning, I, I woke up and at one event I had canceled because of the guest, just with the chaos, we just couldn't do it. Right. And by noon, I had a new event, a new host, a new outline. It posted to Eventbrite and it it ha- had 75 people registered for it by the end of the day. We're turning those. Then we did it the next morning at 9am. So we're turning those over a lot faster. And we're also seeing that people are joining a lot faster so where it used to take me you know to get 75 or 100 registrants it would probably take me a week we're doing that in an hour and so people are hungry like they want to know now our content is really specific like how do you remote, how do you manage remote workers what do you, what kind of things do you need to think about how do you keep them engaged how do you keep the well-being high for your remote workers those kinds of things we've had that content for the last couple of years but the the appetite is there do you have to live stream to do this no but you got to get your content out pretty quick. Yeah. And, and I think if you've got stuff, live streaming, you know, that's all we do. You know, we live stream first, just like we do here on this show. And we're just, it, it's, it's picking up. The pace is picking up. I think I'll probably get to a spot where we're doing maybe eight, eight live streams a week uh, through the course of this. So it's, it's just really important. People's appetite for it is high.
0: Yeah, the, the, the fun part is if you're trying to teach people online who are not that technical. That is one thing I do not miss. My last job before Libsyn, I used to teach kind of basic Microsoft Office. And I would spend, I'd have like 15, 20 people online, and I would waste a good 35, uh, 30 to 45 minutes, which is a big chunk of, like, that's a lot of content we're supposed to be covering just to get people into the system. And that was kind of cool because I could eventually, and this is the other thing I found out, if you're teaching things online live, like right now, our chat room could be doing whatever the heck they want. It Don't assume they're watching you teach. Right. And that was always fun because I remember there was one person in every class that was always dragging the class down. And what I started doing in a very polite and loving way was I would watch their screen. I'd have it on another screen, and I would just be going, all right, and if you click on file and go to open – Jim, if you could click on open, it's right there <laughs> under file. I would just single them out. I'm like, yeah, all right. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'm watching you, buddy. Right. Because otherwise you'd go through and you'd be, and all of a sudden you're, you're like done with the exercise. And they're like, I can't, what do you mean open? And you're like, oh. So yeah, teaching Can you online. Do that again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> could you do it one more time? Yeah,
0: teaching online yeah. is not a lot of fun. That's one thing I I do not miss, but it'll be. Uh,
1: well, but it's just different in the sense, and and I think podcasting, especially live streaming has taught me that the, the the learning experience online is not a lecture format. You you get you get the information out quickly. In fact, if you can just throw it on YouTube and have them watch it before they come, make it quick, fast, and to the point, then allow them to interact like we do here. So have a conversation, allow them to ask questions and do that. And then allow them to to respond in a chat room or in a in a you know forum somewhere where they can talk to each other. That's the learning, that's the distance learning, that's the whatever you want to call it, virtual learning, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's the learning of the future. This is the way we teach on podcasts. Well, and, and, you know, I, it, it, it's the Peloton model, right? Pick your teacher, pick your subject. And go. You Do your thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's the new model.
0: Yeah, I'm amazed at times how as much as Zoom is, like, a cool program, you don't have the weird Skype hiccups and things like that, I have a hard time getting people into Zoom. Like, the beginning mm. of every one of my, like, one-on-one consulting is if you click on the little up arrow right to the right of the microphone, you can choose your microphone. And yeah. then it's like, we waste like five minutes and all of a sudden like, can you hear me? Can you hear? Me? Yes, I can hear you. Yes. And I'm like, I just want to reach to zoom and go, can you either a make the microphone button smaller and make another button, not a little sliver of an arrow. So it's going to be uh going to be tricky. Uh, I should mention, if you have a, a question, you can join us at ask the slash join and if you want to tweet out that we're live and things of that uh how was Podfest? Podfest was I i don't know how many people were there, but there were a lot of people there. And yeah, if you have any uh Podfest reflections, ask the podcastcoach dot com slash join. Um here's the thing I loved about it. And and I don't know why at Podcast Movement we couldn't make this happen. And it's not Podcast Movement's fault. I it's, it's, some of it is kind of tough because we're going to these hotels where literally you take a bus to get to your room. I mean, it's it's not, not making this up. It's a good five minute walk to your room, but when it was over, like the sessions were over, you'd go grab something to eat. And there were some places in the hotel you could eat, or you could go grab an Uber or whatever. Everybody ended up at the bar. That's kind of like the, the default podcast thing. Everybody go to the bar. And so I, every night I would walk upstairs and was talking to Joe Salsi who's on uh, Stacking Benjamins, you know, just talking to got to hang out with Steve Stewart a little bit yeah. and a bunch of other people. So that was the community aspect was, was there. And, yeah. you know, it was, um, yeah, uh, Bonnie says there I, were 1900 people at Podfest, and it was amazing.
1: I'm sensing. Okay. Uh, so after listening to Ross live stream and yeah. with Rob and then listening till Todd and Rob do their show live from there last week, I'm sensing this and I'm, I heard these words a lot, like PodFest is the indie, Podcast Movement is the pro. Like I'm hearing that this division starting to happen already. We, nobody said it, but it, it, it does. I'm, I'm getting this feeling, you know, it, Todd at the end of a uh, new media show last week said, um, Hey, Podcast Movement, maybe if you didn't schedule your, your show Monday through Friday, like he called them out for that. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I heard a lot from folks who were at podcast movement who were like, yeah, this is great. It's on the weekend. There's such a good, I haven't heard this from about podcast movement in a while. There's such a good feeling here. Like I heard that a bunch of times from people who are sharing on Twitter or, or or whatever on Facebook. So it, yeah. it does, it feels like, I don't know, do you sense, do you, do you kind of sense that kind of splitting that way?
0: A little bit. And I don't think that has anything to do. With Dan and Jared at all. Oh, no, no. I think it has to all. do with the last announcements with the Podcast Academy. That kind of was like, we're the big shot smarty pants. And, and not by that, I mean, they're, they're big companies coming to Podcast Movement that, for whatever reason, didn't come to PodFest. Um, and so I, I think that kind of helps a little bit because there are definitely, uh, I mean, the reason I did kind of a one-on-one presentation at Podcast Movement is because uh they said we're 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 doing a one-on-one track so and and the reason they were doing a one-on-one track is there were people that wanted it so there are indies at podcast movement and um so uh we have a question are we using Streamyard to go live right now yes uh we're on youtube only though because i can't handle facebook and twitch and all the 18 I, i like one chat room
1: and I that, think the real question in there, though, is all, all the templates, all templates and crawls are from StreamYard. I no, think no, no. Great. I
0: make them all so I can, you know. But,
1: well, but that you make them in StreamYard and right. then, right, and they display. So, yeah, the whole everything you're seeing here, you're not using OBS, you're not using uh, Wire Wirecast. You're not using any of those to actually do the display. This is completely 100% StreamYard, right?
0: Yeah, this is this is me, you know, this is a new banner we yeah. Yeah. So can do them on the fly, which do is pretty them on cool. On the fly. Yeah. So, yeah. um, and I can do fun things like I thought I had no, Jim, you're already on there. Our names are already there. So, yeah. but I can do things like, you know, we're joining at ask the These are all I've pre-made yeah. school okay. of podcasting, average Guy.TV. You know, uh, when we get to it, we'll talk about being an awesome supporter. Those I've made ahead of time. And then you can also have, this is a really cool thing. You can have multiple shows. So like when I do podcast review show, I have a whole other set of
1: of branding, which makes life a whole lot easier. That's really helpful. Dave, if you could choose one between PodFest and Podcast Movement. Mm, Boy, that's a toughie. What would you? So just for folks listening, Podcast Movement, three or 4,000 now. Uh, for the one in the fall. I I don't think they had that many at the, at the LA event. If, a
0: if your goal is to get yeah. involved with the industry and maybe network with some radio people, that's part of your goal. Podcast movement. If you're looking to hang out with Indies, it, and it's like I said, they didn't plan it this way. Oh. It just seems to be, I'll be interested. To, I'll be really interested to see what podcast movement does. Cause the other thing that apparently worked really well, were all those baby conferences like the editors group i heard a lot of really mm-hmm. good things uh Kyle uh was in the oh i want to call it drama but that's not it the fiction the audio story kind of thing audio
1: audio drama audio producers yeah, audio, yeah he says yeah, media audio we, drama yeah, producers yeah uh
0: that was that was really cool from what mm. Kyle said um Ooh,
1: DramaCon knif- sounds cool.
0: It does. Okay. Dramacon.
1: <laughs> DramaCon. Yes.
0: Or or even, you know, welcome to DramaCon. Uh and um the uh I know Neil Galarte was doing some sort of bilingual thing. It was mm. it was video, but it was video bilingual. So uh and I heard again it, what it was is you're hanging out with your peeps. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's like we can talk bit rates and that whole nine yards. Um, the 101, I was involved uh, a lot. I just stayed basically all day in the 101 uh, kind of conference, if there was a little baby conference for that. And the thing that was beautiful for that is that at the beginning, we said, how many people here have an idea but haven't started podcasting yet? And I'm here to tell you, 80% of
1: the room really? raised their hand. And I was like, wow. whoa. So yeah. that was – PodFest, always in the same spot, right? Always, always in Orlando. Or- yeah, I don't know. Always in Orlando. Yeah. So I think that's beneficial. You know, podcast movement moves around. So I think that naturally gets different people because, you know, you're just, I, I bet there's folks who can't make it to Orlando for whatever reason. So they're never going to be able to go to to, to, um, to PodFest where podcast movement moves itself around. So yeah. I, I'm not saying we have to choose, by the way. Most no. professionals only get one conference a year you know, to go to. We're not like you guys where we get paid to go to every single one. <laughs> um, but it's your job, right? Your job's on the line there. So that's, that makes sense. So, you know, I was just kind of thinking, like, I it's it's caused me to think I'm definitely probably not going to podcast movement this year just with everything that's happening right now. It's in the right. summer. You never know, right, from that from right. that standpoint. But um, as I was seeing what was coming out of PodFest, I was like, hmm, maybe podcast is my, I mean, you know, PodFest is my gig, right? Yeah. If it's going to be that indie, Kind of at any conference. Yeah, Kyle says pick.
0: that the Libsyn and Blueberry Buzzsprout Podbean Captivate was their Spreaker was strangely missing. Actually, they were there.
1: Were they there? It was Fox. a
0: Vox nest. Yeah, that was the the thing. But it was, they weren't. Um, they were there in
1: spirit with Rob Green. Yeah. Ooh, said that.
0: I'm <laughs> <No>, just kidding. <laughs> but um, and then, yeah, Neil. Um, somebody had the proper. Yeah. Uh, Ross says that. Okay, uh, it's, it's, re- there we go. Uh, did Cinema which is another cool name, International nice. VoiceOver. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: yeah I, I heard those, I heard that as well, that those, those mini conferences did very, very well. Yeah. Um, and, and they're still, you know, with, with, uh, with PodFest, they're still small enough. I think it doubled this year that they can still be pretty agile. You know, you, in podcast movement, you get kind of start, you get locked into some things the larger you get. The number of facilities you have goes down. The number of things you can do goes down. Yeah. Um, you know, so it 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 creates a different set of challenges. But I heard great stuff. Like this is one where I heard from a lot of people through Twitter and all those other things. Right? It's like, "Oh, darn it! Maybe I should have gone this year." Yeah, and I totally, I, I totally missed it. And and I probably they, we banned we banned travel, and they probably wouldn't have let me go anyways. So, but um, it, yeah, it sounded good.
0: Yeah, somebody here in the chat room, it was my first podfest and I had a blast. Really? I will say this at Podcast Movement, the last networking thing they had, they were in charge of it. They sponsored mm-hmm. it. It mm-hmm. was on a terrace of a hotel. Uh one guy playing guitar, they had a heater cuz it was outside. And that was great. And I did, that's where like that was the night I really hung out with my peeps. I hung out with a bunch of old schoolers. I I hung out with Evo Terra and Dan Class. That was the one where I got to talk to the guy from and and I maybe that's part of it. I got to talk to the guy from Pandora. Oh, cool. At that event. You know what yeah, I mean? Like you got to talk yeah. to some and it was kind of cool. That's where I found out. Like, I'm like, why did you guys give SoundCloud 75 million? And he explained mm-hmm. it. And I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um so the uh, uh we met Leo. We met Leo yeah, that's, that's true. So
1: yeah, I'm not by the way, I'm not saying you have to choose. Go to both if you can. And, yeah. and I may still try to go to both, but
0: uh Kyle says the hallway track was insane this year. Kyle and I had dinner at like twelve thirty at night and had a just a cool hangout kind of conversation thing.
1: Uh, those are super great. Uh, the, the relationships are, aren't they, Dave? I mean, they they are the most yeah. important. You come away with. I mean, I got to know Ross a whole lot better after podcasting <laughs> this last year, and I think it's just it's the the relationship building is super important to be able to meet people, talk to them, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, Kyle was nice enough to uh, take pictures of me sleeping. In one of the presentations. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Cause here's the thing. I had been standing up the whole week, really. If I wasn't in bed, I was standing up for most of it. And so I had um I can't remember if I just got done presenting. I don't think so. But anyway, I sat down and I was like, Oh, this is a bad idea. And the next thing I know, yeah, <laughs> Kyle says all with love. And then uh when I woke up, I, I just looked at Kim because Kim was sitting a couple seats down and I was just like was I snoring? She's like, no. I'm like, okay, good.
1: So she's like, but Kyle hey, might have taken some pictures, and I was like, when ah. Got to sleep. You, when you got to sleep, you got to sleep. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this current situation plays out for conferences, right? I mean, the, the all sporting events right now canceled. All uh, any, any gatherings pretty much canceled, um, and, and so. It will be interesting, you know, those, so we, we pretty much know the April-May time frame, but, you know, in, in June, uh, College World Series for June got canceled here in Omaha. So, you know, that's a big deal. That's a million plus people coming into the city that always pumps in wow. tons of money to the city every year. That's probably our biggest money maker, right? Canceled. Well, so what about, what about later in the year? What does July, August, September look like? Well, and so I think for a lot of people, that, that's the question right now. It's like, what what are we going to do? What's, what's going to be available? Are these conferences going to be available?
0: See, that's the part that has me confused because I equate cold weather with cold. Like, that's when cold yeah. and flu season. Uh, and I'm like, so we can have a cold and flu season in the spring. We can have cold and flus in July. And I was like, because... Isn't yeah, it, but that,
1: it's not as much. Yeah. You know, it's not as much. And you know, there's a whole bunch of scientific stuff. And I'm I'm not a doctor and I didn't even stay at Holiday and Express last night. But it 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 does. It looks like, you know, the summer season could be a one of waning, but there's just so many questions. Like we just don't know. Don't right? know. Everybody's questioning everything. When they cancel the masters, you know, you're kinda like, oh my God, like okay. Yeah. And the it, NBA suspended a season, MLB has suspended their season.
0: Now, that's the part I don't know the details on. Did they suspend it like we're done or
1: it's on hiatus? they don't know. They're just saying, hey, look, it's for now, at least a month, it's suspended, right? Well, here's the deal. Like, what about sports podcasters? Like, what are they talking about? What do you do? Well, I I think there's going to be a whole bunch of news that comes out of this, right? They're going to be covering this. Like, what happens... Hey, this isn't news. This happened during 9-11 too. Like, so we remember we shut down all, all sporting events got canceled that weekend. That happened like what, on a Tuesday? I think it was a Tuesday and every sporting event got canceled that weekend and it was a big deal. Now it it only lasted one week. So it wasn't like this where the impending, you know, we have five or six, six weeks that are kind of, everybody's kind of thinking about it. So we've, we've done this before, but not, maybe not this duration, and uh, but for sports, po- for sports podcasters, does that mean like, man, all of a sudden you're starting to dig into the news, you know, so.
0: That's true. Kim brings up a good point. Now's when you want to go for interviews because those
1: guys are bored out of their
0: door.
1: That's such a great idea, Kim. That, that, okay, again, one of the things I've been thinking about through all of this um, is, okay, in a new reality, what what kind of things could I not do before that I can do now? and this is one of those right you you, people are home you may be able to get them on a podcast where you couldn't before so if you've been trying to get somebody ask them you never know that's what yeah. i've been that's
0: what i said in on my facebook last night i'm like okay this stinks like we, we were all the stuff i'm like but what what does this give us the opportunity to do there's got to be something like for me i cleaned my apartment last night i was like okay well i'm not going to do this i'm not going to do that you know Spend more time with your kids because they're not at all these sporting like they're all sorts of things. Like this is giving us time to do something now. Now what is it? So that'll be uh, kind of interesting. So
1: you know, back back in December, you and I, you came on. I think it was December. You came on Home Gadget Geeks, and we talked about how how at home workers, remote workers, need to act more like podcasters, right? In in their gear and that's in the setup. Well, over the last two weeks, all I've been getting questions about at work is. How do I set up my home environment to, to be like you? Like, we, I, we want that. And then I met with some teams um, uh, yesterday or the day before and started saying, hey, when we run these big, big meetings, big internal meetings, don't, don't run them like a meeting. Run it like a podcast. Have somebody who's hosting it. Have somebody start it and ask questions. Have just a few hosts. Don't don't let all fifty people talk. Right. For God's <laughs> sakes, do not let people do that. Right, put everybody on mute. You know, do and, and if you can, do, in in situations, and if it's going to be over a hundred, don't don't go Zoom. Like you need to stream that thing. Yeah, like get get that piece done and um and so I was in a meeting on Friday afternoon, and one of the gals was running like a podcast, and I was super proud. I was like, "Yes <laughs> yes yeah so th- th- this is a change in the I think in the corporate space too, where again, we're, we're uniquely equipped to help um, advise and consult and help organizations in, in at least in this temporary new world. who knows how much of this will stay. I think podcasters we may see a we may see a bump. And that bump will never go back to where it was. So say we're at 50%, which is kind of where we are. It may temporarily jump up to 75. It probably won't stay there, but it will never go back to 50. We may go back to 60% or something like that, just as people start watching and listening at home.
0: Yeah, it's uh, Jason says, or or, I'm sorry, this is uh, Ross. Lots of rainy day sports topics, history, great games of the past, behind the scenes. And, And poor Jason, of course, does like 8 million shows on wrestling. Yeah, that's it. So, you know, but again, maybe he can find some stuff behind the scenes. I,
1: yeah, I think you got to be creative. Like, what couldn't you do? Maybe even treat it a little bit like the off season. But but what couldn't you do now? You know, during the off season, the coaches and stuff are still busy right now. Coaches like they don't know what to do. I right. mean, we're talking we're talking like basketball teams that were getting ready to go to conference. Well, they just finished conference finals and we're getting ready to, you know, for the for the, the final four. Yeah. They're not thinking about recruiting. They're thinking. They're thinking about right. you know how the team. Well, okay. All of a sudden now, what do you do if you're a coach? I I think it'd be a great interview to ask coaches. What are you doing? What are you like, doing? What are you up to? Yeah. What'd you decide to do during this time? Because it's just sun, it's uncharted waters. I think it'd also be good to ask uh, businesses. So all our entrepreneur podcasts and some of those kinds of things. How are they handling this? Like. What Everybody in the city of Omaha has handled it a little bit differently. We've been prepping at Gallup. We've been prepping for this event for two years. We've been talking about it. We've been studying it. We've been putting things in place. They were like, uh, two weeks ago, they were like, hey, get ready. We, we may need to go 100%. And then last week, they were like, okay, it's, we're pretty sure we're going to go 100%. And then on Friday, they were like, or Thursday, they're like, we are 100% sure we are going 100%. Everybody stay home on Monday. And, you know, we had tested things and done things and I'm I'm pretty sure there'll be little hiccups, but I'm sure we we got it, you know, but you got to practice for this.
0: Here's the thing. I think once this is over and we go back to normal, I'll be interested to see how many people go, okay, we're not, we're going to go back to normal. But some people are going to go, can I work from home all the time? And then companies are going to go, wait, we can actually have a smaller building. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. hey, you know what? We don't have to pay mileage. For people to come in for the sales meeting, so that we can go, hey, get out there and sell. I always thought that was a brilliant strategy. Let's bring everybody into the office, pay for their mileage there and back, so that we can bring them into the office and go. Now get out there and sell. Like, wait, what? So, uh, no, you're right.
1: Yes, you're right. I, I well, think, there is the power of being in person. Yeah, right? that does that is powerful. But
0: you know, uh, you know who's not here in person. Our awesome, supporters. our awesome supporters uh and uh but we love them all the best the, talk about people that, that uh cash in on the the being an awesome Man. supporter from home
1: you uh, are stretching I'm
0: trying very hard <laughs> yeah uh you know, <laughs> you, you know who's not sick of supporting us no um hey the teachers pet is still open if you want one on one consulting at a greatly dis discounted disp- yes discounted rate Or discounted. Take your pick. Uh, But we're talking about uh, awesome people like Greg over at DebtShepherd.com. So I don't know if Greg does taxes, but if you want to work with your money and things like that, uh, check him out over at DebtShepherd.com. Glenn the Geek Hebert, who it's funny. Once again, Glenn and I said, you know what? We really need to find some time to sit down at this conference. And the only thing we did was the night of the what he's calling now. I call it speed dating. uh, Strategic Alliance. Glenn and I walked in because it was five years ago. Five years ago, we walked into a – it was a Ramada Inn next to a strip joint that held maybe 100 people, and we were in a giant room. And Glenn's like, do you remember the Ramada The Ramada <laughs> Inn? And I'm like, yeah, I do. That was it. So I didn't get a chance to hang out with Glenn. Uh, Josh Rivers, you can find me at podcastguymedia.com if you want to get your podcast on. Uh, Max Trescott over at aviationnewstalk.com. Shane at spybrary.com. Get your sp- Fly on over there. Carrie is in the chat room. You can find her. It's the Key West Perspective. It's a podcast about island life and the people who live it at Key West slash podcast. That's, I mean, they shut down Disney. That's the other thing if you think about it. All, that's every,
1: crazy. That's crazy.
0: What, I was like, who is going to exit yeah. through the gift shop? Um, <laughs> Carl, Carl White at Life in the Carolinas <laughs> podcast.com. Uh, if you want to, if you're trying to find a cool place to hang out, Go check out Carl Kim Kragi over at Toastmasters101.net. So if you are going to start your Toastmaster journey, go over to Toastmasters101.net. And uh, hey, I didn't change this slide, but they were here last week. Uh, I want to talk about, it should be the next slide. Yes, we do have a new patron uh, and that is, and it's not the wife of Tom Cruise, but her name is Katie Holmes and from OutwitTrade.com. And what's interesting about this is Katie's not a podcaster. She's thinking of starting a podcast, maybe, but, uh, she was like, yeah, I I love everything you do. And I'm like, so I went to her website. If you go to outwittrade.com, it's a website that has a ton of reviews on it. And, uh, most of them are affiliates, I would assume and things like that. So we want to thank, uh, Katie for coming on board as a $10 supporter And Dave said, hoping when he clicks the mouse, it goes to the last slide. There we go. So if you want to be an awesome supporter, simply go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And of course, once we get back up to that, if we get the the goal of 300, we will start doing our extra uh, kind of private Q&A for the group. So thanks so much for being an awesome supporter. And I can't see how much time is left. So I'm just going to fade the music out. There we go.
1: So. (laughs) so graceful. Yeah, so graceful.
0: <laughs> but uh hey, we do I I did have a question that I thought we could throw out here. Yeah. Which kind of fits in a little bit cuz half the fun of working from home, number 1, don't work in a room with a TV. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. But um I will say this after being away from Facebook groups, I'm here to tell you every day. Every day somebody's asking what host? And yeah. the other one that was I saw a ton of was how do I play music in my podcast? That's illegal. And everyone had 67 comments that said, you can't. And I just was like, I'm I'm really, there's a part of me that's kind of done with Facebook groups. I'm not sure. But I did find this great question, which is basically, how do you find the time? If somebody said, how do you find the time to podcast, Jim, what would you say?
1: How do you find the time? It's just a matter of priorities. Like how, how bad do you want to do this? Yeah. It, you know, it, they always, there's a saying, right? Your treasure is your heart is where your heart is. Is that the right saying? Your treasure is where your heart is also and and it's a, it's a thing on time. Just if you, if you can't find the time, then it's not really a priority for you. Just to be honest. Now there's some exceptions, like there's folks who are working two or three jobs to make life work. Okay. Well, no, that's not, that, that's not the case for you. And and there's some other exceptions like that, but I don't generally when, when people say, Oh, I just don't have the time. I kind of say, well, then you're probably just not prioritizing. it You know, I know that sounds cold and people be pissed at me for saying that, but,
0: but that's actually part of it. And I didn't copy the question correctly, but she, um, they said, I have a full-time job. How do you find time? And my advice to everybody, I talk about this in the school of podcasting, grab your phone and set an alarm for an hour. And when it goes off, in your notes, whatever you're using, ever, just write down what you were doing for the past hour mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. set the alarm again. And every hour, right. And I, I said, that's where I found out that I watched, I used to watch a lot of Seinfeld reruns mm. and friend re friends. And usually it was like, it was on while I was eating dinner. And then dinner would be over and I would just sit there and watch Oh, this is another one. Oh wow. The soup Nazi. Oh, okay. And I'm like, so I finally just quit watching a lot of TV and I never, ever, ever watch live TV. I record everything so I can fast forward through that. But you're right. It's, it's really a matter of priorities.
1: Yeah, and, it's kind of set priorities. What yeah. are you going to do instead of, instead of you know, I've got an episode waiting to be produced from Thursday. And typically I do that Friday night. My brother's in town. I'm, I'm not going to produce my podcast while my brother's in town. So we were out last night. I'm uh, pretty late. And then um, birthday party today. And, and for the most part, I'm not going to get much time. Um, I'm gonna squeeze it in. I woke up early. Yeah, I sacrificed a little bit of sleep this morning. I woke up early to get some of it produced. I'll squeeze it in a little bit later this afternoon. I think you just have to be creative when life gets busy that way. I've, you know, I've got, um, I have some responsibilities at church tomorrow, so that's going to take up some time. I may take some equipment with me to do some things on the in between. You just have to be creative. If it's life is really busy, you just have to be creative. You have to want it enough yeah. to to get through it. And yeah, then- and listen, if you don't have time, just don't do it. Like, yes, that's you it. Know, there are just time, There's just times in your life where you go. My co-host Mike Weeger on on uh, Home Gadget Geeks was doing his own podcast, and he has two little ones. And he was like, I, "I just don't have time." I'm like, "Can you be on my show and do? You you have to do nothing. You just show up." And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Okay, let's do it that way." And so that's working for him right now. Will he do his own podcast again someday? Totally. It's those, right now. He just can't do it. It's those babies, man. They're so yeah, stinking. I know. You know, they're they're disruptive.
0: And they're all about them and the whole nine yards. And, and they gotta eat all the time, and, and they're sick wipe my, and pooping. wipe my butt. It's like, geez, <laughs> holy cow! And now you're like, sorry, like we're out of uh, we're we're doing a contest to see who can wipe their butt with the smallest amount of squares. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be fun. Um, I
1: was I was gonna have a toilet paper making uh, party where you took uh, newspapers and you make and, your own and just roll your own. Yeah, uh, that gives roll your own a whole different <laughs> it uh, does. connotation.
0: Um. The other thing is with, with finding time is, uh, for me, and it's funny because now I have as much time as I want and it's kind of like not as good in a way, Mm -hmm. but when I used to have like X amount of time to podcast, go in, turn off Facebook. And this sounds weird. Turn off your phone, not put it on vibrate, turn off your phone. Don't go to YouTube and just hammer through what you want to do. And you'll be amazed at how quickly you can podcast. That's the other thing I always think,
1: uh. (laughs) Yeah, but do if, the thing and do the things you like the least first. Yeah. <laughs> get those because if you do the stuff you like, the stuff you don't like, you're never going to get done. So get get that stuff done and out of the way. Yeah,
0: but that's that's really it when it comes down to it. And I saw somebody in one of the Facebook groups that said, "I can't pick my topic," and I almost did, but I didn't say. Then you probably shouldn't like because part of me goes, "Look, if you're really having a hard time coming up with a topic." Find a different hobby. This one's not for you. Right. Uh, But on the other hand, he might start something and then that will lead him to something else. But usually if you can't come up with a topic, I'm like, "Mm, no, you're you're not. I don't want to say you shouldn't (laughs) podcast, but um, you probably shouldn't podcast.
1: We've come up with four, uh, 284 topics times, probably five. They're there. Yeah. They are there. Find your niche. There's plenty of things to talk about. You know, set your time according to your talent and 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 roll forward with it. You know. For those, Dave, for those, I mean, we're I think we're to the point now. We've removed so many of the barriers to podcasting. It's so easy to yeah. do. And so, you know, you just if, if you're if you're struggling with it now, listen, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make a light of a struggle on it either. Right. If you're still struggling, struggle through it. Like embrace the struggle on this thing. Lean into that and embrace it. But um, it's not for everybody. And I don't know if we need a everybody podcasting at yeah. the moment. But, well, you know? I was surprised there
0: was a person at PodFest that wanted to start a podcast about podcasting. And he couldn't get going. And I was like,
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> well, think. Mm. Then you're not looking carefully yeah. enough. Right? And yeah. and
0: was just, I felt bad for him. Uh, but, you know, that's. And, and speaking, of, I did see one other. Uh, question here. What is your number one tip when launching your podcast to maximize reach and downloads? This is out there a lot. And I was like, you know, this is kind yeah. of an oldie, but a goodie. Um Jim, I'll, you want to go first? Or you want me to go
1: first? Well, it's it's a complicated question because it depends on how influential you are currently. Bingo. Like if you're not, if you don't have a social presence presence out there, if you've you know, you've got your typical friends on Facebook and, you know, you, you haven't been working the social. You got a big hill to climb. Doesn't mean you can't do it. You just got to start getting out there and start getting known. Um, I'll say this, you know, if Bob's a hot dog stand that's up the street, we did have one called Bob's Hot Dogs, that um, they were in, they're an in indie. They started a new business. A flyer for Bob's hot dogs never came to my house. I never saw any ads for it anywhere. It, they were open for two months before I knew Bob's was even there. They're up on a hill. They're kind of behind. They're hidden, kind of behind a, a hill a little bit. You, they had a little tiny sign. You gotta pay for some advertising. Like you, you can't you can't do this for free anymore. It doesn't work if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna be known. If you're gonna extend your presence, you're gonna have to pay for some things. And there's some different ways to do that. But but. You know, I, I just, I think those days of just putting your stuff out there, you know, we, we say this, like get in some groups, help some people out. All those things are very valid. Get in some groups, help some people out, be known in your space. It takes, th- that thing takes time. Bob's hot dog stand didn't make it. <laughs> didn't. There wasn't enough. He right. didn't have enough. He, he didn't, he outlived his capital.
0: And more importantly, right. his hot dogs weren't that great. Apparently. <laughs> Because really,
1: true, actually, yes, keep going with this.
0: Because if somebody had said, hey, have you heard of the little hot dog thing? It's like behind the building. I don't even know. I just happened to be there one day. I was in a hurry for lunch. And this guy, you would not believe what he does with hot dogs. And you're like, well, what's he do? He puts like chocolate and, you know, whatever. I've never had a chocolate covered hot dog. But oh, my God, it's like I've never heard anybody doing this and i ate a chocolate covered okay. hot dog it was the best thing i've ever had in the world and then yeah. you put a little slaw on it it gets really gross but a chocolate covered slaw dog was like you know that's and that was my thing yeah. is yep. make yep. content that that gets people like have you heard have you listened to the see i'm going to do it right now have you yeah. listened to you got to go to spotify that's the bad news mm, i a, haven't listened to it there's a thing called the gimlet academy okay and it's uh what's his name Mm-hmm. that guy from the Gimlet thing from startup. Oh, it's going to drive me anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That guy. Um, yeah. That guy. Bob. Uh, yeah. And he's, he's basically telling you how NPR does a podcast and there's five episodes and they're really good. And what's interesting is he breaks it down to where you go. Well, I could do that. And again, it's starting a podcast is not hard. Starting a good podcast is hard. Alex Bloomberg, thank you, uh, makes makes it sound really easy. And I had three people, three people say, have you listened to Gimlet Academy yet? And I'm like, no, where is it? And they're like, oh, you got to go to Spotify. And I'm like, oh, really? And I went to Spotify. Uh and
1: you figured it out.
0: I downloaded the episodes, went to Chipotle, and blew through them all. And I was like, there are parts of it that I was like, okay. you know, Some of it's kind of podcasting 101, but the stuff about storytelling and how they got creative, getting guests and things like that, it's information that you just can't get
1: any place yeah else. well but viral marketing depends that's just all that there's no way you can actually make it happen it has to happen and by the way plenty of great products that have never gone viral oh, yeah. and it, just because you make a great product doesn't mean it will go viral there's a there's a new whiskey uh that is circulating around called screwball and it's a peanut butter whiskey and it is wow. this is one of yeah, it's like it is, Dave, it it's addicting. Goes it's great delicious. with chocolate covered hot dogs, man. It, 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 it absolutely. That's what made me think of it when you said chocolate covered hot dogs. Um it's inexpensive and it's in high, high demand. And how did I find out about it? Somebody goes, Have you tried screwball? That's like it. and now everybody when we're talking about, you know, new things, I always say, Hey, have you tried screwball? And they're like almost all of them go, No, but I've heard of it. And so, you know, again, that's another, you got it and you can't, I don't know if you can manufacture that. You can, you can have a great product. You can put it in place. You can set it up. So maybe it does it. That viral, ooh, it's probably not a good word to use these days. That word of mouth <laughs> advertising. <laughs> Yikes. It's like saying the A lady's name. Yeah. Um. The the word of mouth advertising. No guarantees on that. That doesn't mean you're going to, it's going to actually happen. I, I bet there's been tons of products that were great that never, That ne- that never went that way. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, Randy says, I spent over two hours in Chipotle. No, I was listening at like 1.7 speed because <laughs> it's Alex Bloomberg. Because another one, Alex is gr- the, Alex is great when he does something that he did because it's he's reading it and he's obviously reading it. But he also does that NPR where he's reading it at a very yeah. slow pace with lots of pauses, not extremely slow, but slower enough to where you can speed it up and not sound like a bunch of uh, chipmunks um, in the chat room. Uh, since we're talking about going to different events, uh, Carrie says, uh, I've been both to humongoid, humungo photography. Humongo. Yes. Mm-hmm. And smaller. And I've learned uh, they each have their appeals. Now here's the, here's the question, Jim. Um, if you could go to a podcast event, or you could go to a event for your niche, which one do you go to?
1: Hmm that's tough I, I that's that's a tough one just on that on that level because yeah. i think it it kind of depends um well okay but here's here's the deal i have voted with my money over the last four years and i haven't i've only been to podcast movement once yeah right so i'm not i don't i'm not spending as much time at these podcast conferences as maybe everybody thinks i should i haven't found them because i don't yeah. Kim says I relationships go both. are great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's if it's you tough. Can, if you can. Yeah. If I mean, I used can. to,
0: before I worked for lips, I used to burn a lot of my vacation going to, but see, here's the one thing for me a podcast event is my
1: niche podcast. I
0: mean, I'm very lucky in that aspect.
1: Dude, you're in the, like, like me, you're in the perfect role. Like we, we could not, the two of us could not be better aligned with what we do for a living and what we like to do. I mean, it's, it's a match made in heaven for both of us. I'm, I I do, I do wish I could go to more conferences and I probably could if I prioritized them. I I don't prioritize them because I got things locally that, you know, it's kind of like uh, I don't know if I'm gonna be gone for a week to do that, and so, anyways. And,
0: and then, this is a great qu- were, this is a great ahead. question for you. Um, the The title was businesses or a business with multiple hosts. This is from Nathan Hirsch. He says, any thoughts on someone that has multiple podcasts with different hosts? Any pros or cons from a business perspective? So, I took this as you have
1: a business. But yeah. you're hiring other people to be the host. Is that what you got from that? Think, think of more like what we do. So we have seven podcasts at Gallup, and and maybe think of uh, NPR would be that. While well, they're not a business, they are. Yeah. So they have a bunch of different hosts. So that's how I would have taken it. Kind of in a space where you have enough content to have different programs that have different hosts associated with it. Yeah, because I
0: because I, I always take think about this. Do you feel more secure in your job? Because you're the voice of the podcast. Oh, sure. Yeah. Cause that's, cause on one hand, like the podcast is, is leading clients and leads and it's building that relationship with your customers. But on the other hand, they're connecting with you. And, and as long as you are synonymous with, you know, in this case, Gallup, but I was like, that's kind of the the good news is they're building loyalty. I wouldn't call it bad news, but they're building loyalty with a host yeah, And no. so I'm like, so just treat the host really well.
1: <laughs> well, and, and my job has been to replace myself in the next five mm. to 10 years. And so I'm training the next generation. I'm starting to look ahead for who is the next group of hosts that could, that can do this. We also, it's a little bit different. I'm more like Ed McMahon than Johnny Carson. So it's my job to introduce, run things, ask questions, produce, right? I'm, I'm almost like an active producer there really isn't that role cuz so we have host or producer and they have you know we, we see them as separate i'm both in that sense i'm on the show but i'm producing it at the same time and then we bring on guest hosts that over the last 4 or 5 years i've been trying to make i've been trying to make them the authority in these in these spaces right and so i think of a michael librarian or a mike mcdonald or a austin Solentrop. those are all names in our in our environment that that i kind of um I want to make a big deal out of. And so it's my job to make them big deals. That's as the producer host. That's what I see my role is not to be the big deal to make them the big deal. So John um, uh, Gallup, we have seven different podcasts. The two are uh, called to coach. We have a coaching practice thing that we do. So called to coach. And then theme Thursday is one that's been very, very popular. That was one we did like this show. It was one we did on accident that turned out to be, Like, hey, this is actually going to work. And now it's our flagship. It does. Wow. It does half of all of our podcast numbers. So it by itself does more than everybody else combined, which is crazy.
0: And then Carrie asks Is the audience at a podcast convention mostly for people like Dave who offer podcast education and products, or is it for podcasters looking to learn more about podcasting? I think it's a little bit of both.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Because (laughs) there are people. Like, you know, like Kyle was in the drama con, you know, those people are looking to do like, how do you guys do drama? Like what are tips on casting or, or, you know, sound effects or whatever, or music beds and things like that. And then the uh, editors were all talking editing stuff. So I I think I know when I, uh, the first time I went to podcast movement, it was just cool because I didn't have to explain what a podcast was to anybody. And we were all talking about like, how do you grow your audience? Well, how do you grow your audience and that whole nine yards? So, um, and then Kim says, yeah, they're, they're there to learn more about podcasting. Absolutely. So, um, and then uh, Ross said, if someone has time to create the audio content, but they say they don't have time for editing show notes, blog posts, graphics, promotion, and budget to outsource, would you say publish audio anyway? Ooh,
1: that depends how bad bad the audio is.
0: That is true. Um, yeah. I just, yeah. I did a, uh, episode of the podcast rodeo show and I, I found a clip that I wanted to like. It was the bass player from white snake and quiet riot and Dio Rudy Sarzo. And he was interviewing the bass player from King's X, which is one of the songs I play on my show legally, by the way, I have their permission. Uh, and, uh, the audio was horrendous. I mean, it was literally, Uh, What was really bad about it is Rudy was about three feet away from his microphone and Doug was right up on his. Uh. And then Rudy was somewhat in the left chant. It just, and I threw it out to my audience and I said, Hey, is this just me being a, a finicky podcast listener? Or is this bad audio? And I had people come up to the Libsyn booth. Hey Dave, I just listened to your episode. That was horrible audio. So that's, that's the thing. I think if it stops you from starting, I'd say put it out there anyway Cause then you might find people that listen to it, but um, oh, I forget what I was listening to. And they said, what book, would you read a book that wasn't edited? And I was like, "Oh no. And when I do, I quit. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard a few audio books that have been self-made and the personal go. And then there was a the time when I was, and then there was the time when I did it and I'm like, oh, somebody should have cut out that first one. Somebody and, missed it. And I'm like, and if that's at the beginning of the book, my mind immediately goes amateur. You know what I mean? I'm just like, mm, I'll be interested to see how that is. So um, now the whole thing with uh, what else did Ross say? He he gives a whole laundry list of things there. Um, graphics promotion. Graphics is another one that's, that can be tough.
1: Well, show notes not required. You don't have to have them. Well, you don't have to. You don't have to. To get
0: going, That's true. If you just want to get it out there. You don't have to.
1: Listen, most people don't read them anyways. Just to be 100% honest, you're doing it for Google, right? That's what you do show notes for. So throw that, hold on, throw that list back up again on the screen. Show notes not required. Did it go away? I'm sorry. Uh, No, no. Throw that list back up. There we go. Um, So show notes, blog posts are the same thing in that sense. Graphics unnecessary in a lot of cases. You know, you need a standard graphic for for iTunes and some of those things. Right. Promotion and budget. Like, man, if you don't if you're not doing some kind of promotion and and budget. um, uh, Yeah, it's just going to it's a tree falling in the forest and nobody's there. That's, you it. know, it, it, this isn't 2005 anymore. Like, you, you can't just publish podcasts and people will find it. You, you're going to have to get it out there somehow. You yeah. have to figure out some, whether you have a ready-made audience or, like, everybody right now who's being popular has ready-made audiences. You know, they've been doing something. Rogan, this is why Rogan's so popular. He had a ready-made audience. Yep. Same thing with, um, same thing with, um, the way I heard it. Um, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. The, the dude had an audience. Yeah, He started a podcast. That thing blew up fast. Like, He, I bet he's getting close to Joe Rogan numbers,
0: but here's the fun thing. If you listen to his podcast, the beginning is
1: him in his kitchen. Yeah.
0: And it sounds very much like I'm Mike Rowe. And yeah. I'm five feet away from the microphone.
1: Well, he and, uses a crappy little tabletop mic yeah, to and, do that. Yeah, and
0: then when it comes yeah. time to do it, you can tell that he did it right in the studio. No, in the studio. And, yeah. and now he's doing he's doing things that I, I wish he wouldn't. The whole thing was a podcast for short attention spans. Yeah. And, and now he's doing a behind-the-scenes of how he picked the story. And mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of that myself. I'm like— and,
1: Well, you can always turn it off. I mean, that's the I'm beauty. The you shower, put in That's the problem. Oh, I gotcha. <laughs> that used to I be my that. thing
0: because I loved it. It was a short show. And by the time like it was over with the thing, it's like all right, time to like get out of here. So, uh, yeah. a couple quick questions as we wrap so, things.
1: Throw safaris up there. Let's answer that one. Yeah, um,
0: that one. If you use copyrighted music or materials, are we still in violation of that? To which I say, don't do
1: that. Just please, please don't do that. Yeah, yes. no. I, you, I, if you did it, you still are. Yeah, until you take it down. Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and and for the record, oh, I forgot to mention this. Um, first of all. Um, the and and he also asked, did I reach out to the people that had bad audio? I'm going to because I love Rudy Sarzo. He's one of the nice. I got to interview him many like ten years ago. Um That's a
1: tough conversation.
0: Yeah, it's like, hey, Rudy, I love you. Your audio sucks. Uh Yeah, but SoundCloud, SoundCloud, too many S's in this particular industry. Spotify mm-hmm. pulled two hundred episodes, two hundred podcasts. Gone. See you, bye. This and they yeah. gave us a list at Libsyn. Here's the thing. I think it's weird. If I wanted to do a jazz podcast. And I'm like, Hey, welcome to the jazz cast where we do all things jazz. This is, uh, you know, whatever. Um, it's, it's Glenn in the, in the, whatever in the horses on the jazz network. You know, I can't play Glenn and the horses because it's, you know, even if I have rights to that, even if Glenn and the horses are an independent, you know, jazz trio, Spotify doesn't want that. If you want to listen to music on Spotify, listen to music on Spotify. Don't listen to a podcast. And I was like, that's really interesting. They're not pulling them because they're, it's like, no, no, we don't. And that's,
1: that's very gatekeeper of them. But even if that music's in the public domain?
0: Yeah. Nope. Sorry. If it's strictly a music podcast, nothing's,
1: they just, wow. See you by. No, they don't. You know, interestingly though, if you could, and this is what Peloton has done. They've partnered with Spotify. And uh, when you're watching a Peloton workout uh, and you like the song, because they got, Peloton got in big trouble for this. Like uh, they had to pull down almost half their catalog and delete it. Right. And uh, so they, I know you're playing the music, so I'll, I'll right. make this quick. So a minute um, and 45 seconds, they give you a chance. If you like it, you can like it and it'll add it to your playlist on Spotify. That's a good partnership, right? That would be cool.
0: Yeah, that's uh yeah. very cool. And that's for me. If you, if you're trying to get into exercise, one word music. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I have a right. very huge playlist on Spotify and boy, when my jam comes on and I'm on my bike, I can pedal till the cows come home yeah. and I'm uh, good to go. The chat room is going crazy, so we'll be answering those in post show and we're also going to play with these. Look, never been opened. It's a pod deck. And uh what the heck's a pod deck? Well, nice. I will I will tell you about those okay. in post show. And of course, if you are an awesome supporter, uh then you can do that. No and we will throw this in cuz I have another minute and 4 seconds. No Coverville. Coverville, Brian Ibbett, if you Go to podcastinglegends.com. Todd Cochran interviewed Brian. Brian's one of the few guys that went through the 8 million hoops to get music cleared. And the fun thing is it's cleared in America. Technically, I don't think Brian mm. is is free globally, but uh, it's, a, it's a pain in the butt. I wish they would solve that. I really, really do. But,
1: uh,
0: uh, Jim, what's coming up on TheAverageGuy.tv? TV?
1: Yeah, we we spent uh, part two on a series on PC builds. So if you're thinking about building your own computer, the last two, uh, th- uh, 435 and 436 would be for you.
0: Nice. And this week I'm interviewing uh, Misty from the Spark Christian Conference to go like, mm. hey, that was your first conference. What would you learn from that? So uh, that should be interesting. I'm doing that interview later this afternoon. But uh, stick around for some post-show. <music>